Welcome everyone to the Chompcast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp and SwordChomp.com. Thank you for downloading or streaming the show, taking some time out of your life to listen to us. And remember, if you're digging the show, please subscribe, leave us a kind rating wherever you download your podcast, share it with your friends, whatever it takes to get the Chompcast name out there. Um, we are going on quite a journey for today's show as we talk video game violence um, as our topic of the show inspired by the Last of Us 2 trailer controversy. And then we switch 360 degrees for some Super Mario Odyssey talk, which should be a lot of fun. Maybe a bit more Destiny 2, some BlizzCon updates, uh, Fish has a new gaming addiction, and much more. Uh, and we will also pick the mind of our guest host that I will introduce here first. Our good friend Rich Meister from Destructoid.com is joining us. How you doing, Rich? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back once more. Mm-hmm. Our pleasure. Oh. <laughs> I want to have you. you. We do. Yeah. We do. We love having you. I I appreciate that because I'm I'm very self conscious. <laughs> you know, we're trying to pick you up at the beginning of the show. It's, mm-hmm. it's all smooth sailing from here. Um, I I you know we love having you on, and this might be the last opportunity we get before the end of the year because things are getting crazy, and then we have game of the year. Game of the year so, time, <sighs> which is going to be crazy, but also so much fun. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I noticed this week you had posted some pictures that you met the man, the myth, the legend, Reggie, from Nintendo. What, what is that about? For uh, I went to the Super Mario Odyssey launch event in New York City for Destructoid with uh, my fellow Destructoid writer, Peter Glagowski. And mm-hmm. we were given a total of four seconds to interact with Reggie before <laughs> we were shooed away. <laughs> but hey, that's uh, more than a, yeah. yeah, he's a, uh, a, a nice tree of a man. uh that's cool that's cool so he was just at the event and yeah uh, that that's really cool so probably played into the whole experience of making that uh mario odyssey purchase that much more special for you so yeah it was a good time for sure that's cool might be a video of some sort going up sometime this week over on destructoid i don't know what the status of that is currently (laughs) because i'm not the one editing it uh, that's awesome, though. You get to be in the presence of the legend. So that's cool. A lot of cool pictures on uh, on your Instagram as well. If you want to follow Rich Meister, I'll make sure to tag him in the Instagram post for the show. Thanks for being here, Rich. Um, let's introduce the rest of the crew that you know and love real quickly here. Um, <laughs> you know, on the theme, on the Mario theme, my good friends and masters of laying pipe from Michigan, Joshua Fowler is here. Okay. Hi. 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 <laughs> you, you, okay, so he accepts that. He accepts that he's a master of laying pipe. Yeah. Um, nothing needs to be said, really, yeah. at that point. Yeah, really. <laughs> master, I think uh, professional is probably taking it a bit too far, but master, yes. So. Okay, okay. All mm-hmm. right. But eventually, we'll get to professional level. Mm-hmm. Um, Semi-pro at the moment. So. Semi-pro, okay. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. Um, glad you're here, being our uh, resident Nintendo expert, among other things. Um, from Japan, our good friend and the one and only Shay Layton joins us. How you doing, Shay? I am good. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm I'm good as well. Are you excited to uh, talk talk about? Well, I guess you didn't play Mario, but um, I, I guess you can not. hear us talk. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, weigh in on the controversy, among other things. So, but yeah, we are glad you're here, my friend. 
and uh, from Texas, um, last but surely not least, <laughs> um, so this is interesting. So from Texas, of course, is Fish, and uh, our co-host that we love dearly, and I actually had an Instagram comment that I thought would be great for introducing him this week. Uh, I thought it was perfectly on topic, so I've been posting a lot about Mario Odyssey on our Instagram page, and I got this comment. It says, uh, looking forward to the Mario Odyssey show. Just wanted to say, much like Cappy in Super Mario Odyssey, co-host Fish will capture your heart, use you to get what he wants, and then cast you aside and leave you dazed and confused, leaving you wandering the earth and wondering when he will ever return and bring you back into his life. Um, it says this is from Spurned Lover 6969 Fish. Do you have any idea who that might be? Um, yeah, I thought I... I thought I got a restraining order on that person, but um, it was uh, a private I profile. I couldn't, I couldn't learn a lot. It was private, you know. So, okay, huh. gotcha. But, um, it's an apt metaphor, though. I mean, it's pretty, pretty on point. You know, is it not? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. A, both leave you with a a brown mustache as well. Um, but we are glad you're here, Fish, and uh, excited to get your thoughts on all the various topics we have today. Um, but uh, And I, I, of course, am from Montana. Um, sometimes I forget to introduce myself. Uh, Morgan from Montana. So let's tell you guys for the show, it's like a snowstorm here. So I'm just I'm all bundled up in my podcast room, and I'm ready to do this, but I'm excited. Um, and I will throw it to you, Rich, to kick this show off. You, you brought a really cool topic to the table involving video game violence that was sort of inspired by the last of us two trailer controversy so i'll let you take it away my friend inspired by my twitter feed um <laughs> after awesome. uh sony's paris games week presser uh, a lot of people were talking about naughty dog's latest trailer for the last of us part two which for those who haven't seen it i recommend watching it before you listen to this topic uh because the violence is a little over the top and some people seem to be saying they're sick of the violence for violence sake and I kind of want to get the take from all you guys on that, because I have some pretty specific thoughts on it, probably more pertaining to that trailer itself, because I'm not that mad about it, personally. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you, go ahead, kick it off. I mean, it sounds like, uh, and we'll just kind of roll with it from there. I mean, what are you thinking after after watching it? I think the tra uh, that clip wasn't great, but not for the reasons everybody seems to think to have a problem with it. I don't think it really showed me anything I care about in that world just yet. It was uh, a bunch of brand new characters, nothing from Ellie or Joel, and the violence was pretty insane. That whole uh, clipper wings bit and mm -hmm. just basically beating people to death with a hammer. Yeah. Uh, it, it was over the top, but I guess for the sake of it, I'm willing to give Naughty Dog the benefit of the doubt because I feel like they've earned that good faith for me and for most people who play their games. Yeah. Yeah. Can I give... So you, you didn't have a problem with it. It sounds like you were, no, I think it was probably a poor choice to use those clips. Cause I don't think they really serviced anything, mm -hmm. but yeah, they could just be trying to drive home the brutality of that world, which anyone who played the first game I... can tell you it's brutal. I, I think it, I think it did have a little to show that like, the graphical capabilities of this game because as mm -hmm. you see the hammer hit hit the arm on um that new character 
it, it shows like the impact of that. And that is in terms of graphical, uh, in terms of graphics, that's really impressive. I think that was, Oh, it's beautiful. Kind of yeah. Part of, yeah. I think that's kind of part of the purpose there is to show you how advanced the graphics are going to be in this game. And that's one way to do it is show an actual blow of something connecting, whether it's a sword or a bullet piercing through flesh or, you know, a hammer hitting someone's arm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with you. That probably wasn't the best first choice, but yeah. I, I mean, coming from someone who hasn't played the first last of us yet, um, <laughs> I, it made me interested in wanting to play the game and it's not because of the violence. It's because of a, how beautiful the game is. And, um, the last of us two and B kind of the mystery of what's going on. And I would be lying if I didn't say the zombies definitely piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That's true. That's right. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing, sort of. I mean, I, so I guess my takeaway was just contextually, the game is about violence. So I guess I don't understand yeah. the complaint in in concept because uh, I guess in theory, because you're basically if you're just complaining that you shouldn't use violence in your trailer. That seems like a strange thing to me when the game is actually about violence. And if you just don't like the violence, which is perfectly fine, you know, obviously it's not for yeah, everyone. Then it's not for you. If the game's then, not for you, then yeah. then the entire game wouldn't be for you anyway. It, so yeah, I, I agree. I don't understand what the the greater argument is because if you it, it, unless you're just saying trailers should not portray violence, which just seems very close minded and silly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot of people saying the violence for violence sake, but. We're talking about a, for to use a terrible industry term, uh, a vertical slice. Mm-hmm. We don't know enough yet. We don't know how this yeah. serves the story and what it does. I'm not willing to yeah. snap to judgment on this game for that yet. And I think Naughty Dog has... I can't... I haven't played a Naughty Dog game in 10 years where I haven't walked away going like, wow, that was fucking amazing. So they've earned that good faith for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't. I think my biggest issue with it is that like you said, who the fuck are these people? And in that sense, it is just <laughs> yeah. violence for violence's sake because yeah. there's a torture scene, there's this daring rescue, all of mm-hmm. which involving people you've never seen before and don't give a shit about. Yeah, we have no stake in those characters. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, stake yeah. whatsoever. And so that part feels really odd. Like, they could have gone anywhere with this first trailer and that's what they decided to show us. Like a mm. torture and rescue Weird. scene of someone we don't have any knowledge of. It's just yeah. it's just bizarre. Yeah, it um, was a weird tease for sure. I don't. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean that yeah. was that was my Can big I play problem. Play devil's advocate it, after so. you're done. After you're done. After you're okay. Done. Sorry. Well, I mean, I I do agree that I mean the whole the first game, not just that it was a violent game, but the whole the theme of that game was violence. That was the whole point. That was. That was the major through line of the the character's arc. The, the main, it was a brutal arc, brutal role. Uh, ah, I'm sorry, a brutal role for sure. But then mm-hmm. there's the argument of which I agree with to a point is that the theme of the first game was hope. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but but I mean, like the arc of Joel was really. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what they were going for, but yeah, it's I felt really strange that. I I had no no idea what was happening, going on there. I'm like the first, the arrows show up. I'm like, oh, it's Ellie. It's Ellie. Finally, someone I know, someone I'm gonna have some connection with. But then no, yeah. and then it's not. So it's <laughs> well, like, then, yeah. 
it's I don't just know if you guys have heard so this, but people are posing that um, that scene in question is a flashback and that the woman who was being hanged was Ellie's mother with lying into that whole, like, I'm going to cut the evil out of you line. Mm-hmm. And the clip her wings line is foreshadowing to the fireflies and how that comes mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. But it seems like too little to grasp at for such a small teaser for a game we still know next to nothing about. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially if you don't have any history with it. I mean... Yeah. That's yeah. not going to draw a new audience in. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Well, to play the devil's advocate on that, um, I don't mean to bring another subject in, but just very briefly, watching the Strangers Thing 2 trailers where they showed that Elle was not dead, she was in fact alive, pretty much right in the trailer, and then they bring her back right at the beginning of the season that um the second season and i'm not spoiling anything because it shows in the trailer it really kind of took the wind out of the sails of that reveal when 11 does end up coming back so i think for this trailer granted again i've never played the first one but not revealing anything i think could really leave a lot of the mystery and enigma within the game um yeah but i also understand kind of understand your guys's point why get invested in the second one if you know nothing about it and you know, the the characters that you grew to love in the first one, you don't know what's going on with them, but I don't know. I, for, for me, yeah, yeah. for me, I can see that. the, tra- I the mean, trailer for me, the trailer for me drew me in and I didn't even play the first one and I didn't have much interest of playing the first one. Um, to be honest with you, even though I've heard that I need to, but after watching that trailer, it kind of makes me want to go back and play the first one so I can, play the second one and know what's going on because the second one looks awesome i want to play that game now yeah i mean that's fair i mean i mean as far as that goes not not spoiling the story had a lot to do with why the first one was so good because the story was amazing so i can see why they'd want to not really give that away beforehand um Mm -hmm. and just kind of give you broad strokes it's a zombie game type stuff so you go into it and are fresh with give, the story so i mean i can yeah i can give see people that asking questions yeah, yeah give people asking questions kind of yeah um get those what about you fish where are you weighing on this um i i like the fact that they don't ruin uh any of the story per se like a lot of the diehard fans seem to be picking them apart and pulling pieces out of it and um piecing it together to to what they do know about the that world and um that's fine and everything but i personally uh, i tend to forget what happens in trailers because they're so short and like i see them and i'm just like oh that's neat so like i want a game that can just kind of capture my attention show off its fidelity you know um maybe some gameplay mechanics here and there but like as far as like showing graphic stuff in a game like that doesn't really bother me per se as a person and like some of these people I feel like um I I think Naughty Dog probably did the right thing as far as like showing you know very graphic type of stuff but I mean all, all the people who are complaining are people who have played probably the first one or know of the first one and just want to get a gist of the story. So I guess that's why they're kind of harping on the fact that instead of um, showing story beats of the game um, and ruining it, 
Um, instead, they're just showing the more action-y um, yeah. stuff that turns out to be more gruesome. Yeah, I mean, I can see how it could be a bit of a letdown for someone who came into that with really high hopes, and then all of a sudden, they don't get any new information about any direction it's going in other than, oh, mm-hmm. hey, here's two women getting the fuck beat out of them. So Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think that's the larger issue uh, from a even though it does ask a lot of questions and like Shay said, it made him more interested in checking the game out now. If you don't know the people involved, then all you're left with to focus on is the violence. So it just feels like violence without purpose when in reality we just don't know why the things are happening. So it's, there's obviously but but without context uh, it, the mind perceives that differently. So I think that's why it was a kind of a risky move on their part. But yeah, I'm with you guys. I mean, I just expect a lot of violence with uh, The Last of Us. So it's okay for me if you want to market yeah. your violent game with violence. I mean, um, that's just it. At the end yeah. of the day, I know I'm playing the game either way. It just seems like such a strange choice to me. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. And, and, you know, we live in that world now where people want to run to Twitter and immediately destroy everything i mean they did the mm-hmm. same thing with the uh that detroit that detroit um reveal where everyone was running to banish like, oh great david cage is now gonna tackle child abuse and it was just like i mean i'm probably on that side of the fence where i don't think that's the best topic for david cage to tackle yeah he just does not seem like he's the guy with the subtlest touch yeah to, uh to be in charge of that but and uh it- I think David Cage is on the opposite spectrum of Naughty Dog, where he has earned nowhere near the amount of good faith with me for me to be like, he's got this. (laughs) Um, But I, yeah, it's tough. Uh, But, and I don't want to get too diverted there. I would just say the one thing I was thinking was when the first Last of Us came out, they had said, the directors had mentioned they were inspired a lot by like No Country for Old Men. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was, obviously you guys know I love that movie, but one of the things that the Coen brothers said they wanted to do with that movie was the very first scene in the movie is the most violent scene in the movie. And it just sets the tone for the rest Mm -hmm. of the film. Um, And the same thing kind of happened with, I remember with Tomb Raider as well, when the Tomb Raider reboot came out in E3 and people were saying it was like torture porn because she was like getting stabbed and like falling off all those, you know, know, just getting the shit kicked out of her everywhere. And people like, Oh, this is kind of gross. And it's like, I just, I understand why that wouldn't be for you, but I feel like we start to place our project, our own um, sort of opinions about what something should be now a lot more than we should. And I think that's a lot of what's happening here. Um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's weird. And it's interesting. So, and looks, I mean, that trailer looked incredible though. Visually. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> oh yeah. It's phenomenal looking. And you know what? At the Ooh. end of the day, I might say it was a weird choice, but we're talking about it. So maybe it was the right move. Well, that's a great point. Cause I mean, maybe someone in the office said, this is going to piss people off. Let's Sometimes that's what it. you want. Like, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. No I mean, press is bad press. Yeah. It could have been. I, like, I remember the first last of us two trailer. I was like, Oh, that's cute. She's playing guitar whatever. I didn't think anything about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just that they officially announced it. So it's, um, yeah, if you're going to play devil's advocate, um, they say any publicity is good publicity, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting um, how, how that has all kind of played out. Uh, but I think that it will be a pretty fun transition here, even though it's completely in a different <laughs> spectrum as we, uh, as we talk about Mario. I mean, there's nothing further from the violence of The Last of Us uh, than Super Mario Odyssey. Just um, makes me smile. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just smiles and and, mm-hmm. and happiness and Christmas morning. That's what it is. It's Christmas all over again. God damn it! Every time I play a Mario game, Christmas is back. Um. So okay, so I think a good lean here. I want you to have you on the Mario show in particular, Rich, because I know that. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Switch and Mario in the past when you've been on the show, um, and obviously you were diehard enough to go to that event with your Destructoid peeps and uh, meet Reggie and all that stuff. Um, and Josh is long time, you know, <laughs> a Nintendo enthusiast, as we joke about on the show. And we all have our, uh, Shay, I know he has a long history of loving Mario 64 was the last one that he played and truly loved. And he kind of fell away. Same with Fish. He did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He fell away. After like that's the case for a lot of people. And I think that's why the reception for this game has been so insane. It's not that it's not an incredible game. But I think you see in a lot of people where timing is everything, right? And there's a lot of people who haven't touched a Mario game since 64. Like Shay even told us on a couple podcasts ago we had that we were joking about it. He was like, I think this is going to be the best Mario game since Mario 64. And me and Josh were like, what's the last Mario game you played? He was like, uh, Mario 64. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> but I think a lot of people are in that boat where they're like, they haven't had that Mario experience in such a long time, and the game's incredible, so it's like, wow, you know? Um, so I think that's a lot of the reception, in my opinion. Just because if you look everywhere right now, it's 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10. Yeah. It's just one of and the... deservedly so, I think. I think it's tied with Zelda right now on, on Metacritic, even though I'm not a huge fan of I Metacritic. I think it but... uh, actually passed Zelda. Did it? Oh, yeah. Man. If I remember correctly, at the Nintendo event, Reggie addressed the crowd and said that Mario was the best-reviewed Switch game on Metacritic, and then proceeded to explain to a crowd in Rockville Center what Metacritic was, which was pretty enjoyable to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. That's a whole other topic for another show. Well, I mean, so it sounds like you are enjoying the uh, game quite a bit, Rich. Oh, yeah, I'm well into the post-game, and uh, that's actually, I think, one of the better things about it. There's a huge post-game in uh mario odyssey which you know we obviously won't get too much into because people are still playing it the game's about a week old yeah keep Uh, it semi-spoiler proof here yeah but i i think it's its strongest asset is it takes things that it learned in galaxy and galaxy 2 mostly and then applies Mm -hmm. them back to the more freeform uh formula of mario 64 because it in Mm -hmm. my head it's the proper successor to Mario 64, whereas Sunshine feels like a weird offshoot, mm-hmm. and as does Galaxy, which, in my opinion, both great games, Galaxy, Galaxy 2, Sunshine, but they just yeah. did different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling, Josh? It does. It has a lot of Mario 64 elements in there, um, as far as, uh, like, hidden moons in this one instead of stars but essentially Mm -hmm. the same sort of thing where you'll be playing through a level see something over in the corner of your eye and then want to go back in and play it um and they've kind of they've kind of nailed that down in a way that mario 64 never really had because mario 64 had some weird stuff going on where you'd be in the same world for like several stars and several bonus Mm -hmm. stars but most of the bonus stars like the level would change each time you went in, oh, okay. for a different so, final So you star. get one star, you come back in, and it's changed. For a yeah, you'd star. come back in, and it's okay. changed. And you could only get the special stars on specific, going in specific ways, which was always a little bit strange. Um, mm-hmm. And this one kind of does the same thing, but it, it finally gets rid of that. Like, there's no, um, like, loading in and out of the level. 
and that's um, important too. The way it doesn't, yeah. it, it keeps your momentum up. It doesn't stop you dead in your tracks, which is, I think, why I'd, in a way, I probably didn't with sixty four. I'll play Odyssey for eight, fifteen minutes at a time and just put it down mm-hmm. because sixty four mm-hmm. didn't have that feel to it. Like you had to get a star to end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also there's so many stars now or moons that yeah. like it's a completely different game. If they were to stop you every time we got a moon, it would just be. Uh, and you know, Sunshine was kind of the same way. You would go into a level, do your thing to get to the shine sprite or whatever at the end, and then it would kick you out, and you'd yeah. go back in and do it. And so, like, yeah, it's a completely different thing. I've the biggest thing I've noticed because I so I wasn't really looking forward to it that much. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, not because I don't think Mario's great, but um, there's twofold. Number one, this was fucking Sonic's year, goddammit. Sonic Mania that, came out. This was Sonic's fucking year, and Mario's it fucked is not, it up again. It is not 1992. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. It was It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. Still clinging to that. I mean, Sonic they can has share. The, they can share time at number one. I'm okay with that. They can, but I mean, this, this game has just now obliterated the, I feel like, the shadow that Sonic has Sonic what? In. Sonic, who's um, she? I've never even heard. I've never even heard of that. God. Yeah, Mario's it's sound just... design is good. Yes. Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> which which makes me laugh just as a, a poor Sonic. But like, what I, I tweeted about this, but like to me, Mario is like game design porn for people that get off on game design because you when you go into a level. You just look around, and they designed it in a way where, you're, like Josh said, everything your eye catches is something different you can do. And it's more noticeable in these kind of games to me than even a lot of other games because it's so obvious what they're doing at each moment. Because Mario's so random, right? One minute you're you're jumping in the body of a giant worm and slinging across this purple ooze. The next second you're um, uh, shooting up a, a water fountain or something to get a sprite or you're fighting. it's completely random and it's just very apparent how incredible the game design is so like as i'm playing it as someone who just loves video games my whole life i'm just like they're, they're just so good it's like it's just like well a master of their craft just like seeing how they've crafted every little facet of these levels so um it's it's just it's really cool it's really cool it's clever it's just brilliant to see uh the design of this game Nothing feels unused, like I think is what you're, like, you're getting at there, which is the amazing part, because these levels are so sprawling, and yeah. nothing feels like it's there for no reason. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even though there's billions of coins now, which is kind of annoying, you can buy things with the coins. They're not technically useless. You can buy silly outfits and hats and stuff, so mm-hmm. um, everything has a purpose. Uh, Fish, I know um, I wanted to get a little interjection here, because even though you didn't get Mario Odyssey... Um, mm-hmm. I prodded you all week. I tried to get you to sell the bank. I was like, you know, trade everything you got. Just go for the Switch. Uh, it didn't work, but you, no. you did You did play the uh, demo. Yeah, Who needs to eat? <laughs> well, actually, my wife. I told my wife that um, I do need to eat, and but I would also like a Switch. So, um, <laughs> so, uh... so I might be getting one for Christmas, hopefully, but um, not sure. Game of the year. Game of the year will be over by then. It won't matter. <laughs> it, lost. it won't matter. Okay, just fuck it. You'll be like, you'll be like oh, I'm, I'm playing Mario Odyssey, and be like, oh, but they put an expansion out. Why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> right. It's uh, just oh, ask for the early Zelda. Oh, that game's great, but no, get out of here with that shit. <laughs> Go for the early. You're an adult. I mean, you know, you don't have to wait for Christmas to get a gift. You can do whatever you want. That's the best part of being 
Mm-hmm. Grown adult. Anyways, yeah, I know you played the adult at a. Uh, you played the adult. Uh, you played the game at your local games uh, stop, and we were joking about it the other day. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I did. Just yeah. give us your impressions uh, of the demo. Um. Well, I played it. I've never touched the controls on a Switch, and they had two different setups of the control where it was like in the little. I don't know what you call it, the game controller where it's actually slid into a little plastic thing. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't working, so I had to use the other set of controls, which was like... Separate? Nunchucks, yeah. It was just yeah, yeah. much like the Wii nunchuck. Um, and I played it like that. And it, was, it took some getting used to, but um, I found I quickly found out that the controls on this game are pretty simple. Like, I think there's two buttons that do the same thing almost. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it's a three-button game. Yeah. Okay. Wow. There's never yeah. a whole yeah. lot to Mario mechanically. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's a whole true. lot of motion controls in this though, and that kind of bums me out. Mm-hmm. They don't. You, you, really you don't use have them to for use them though. Use... The, the no. one, the the one kind you have of. to use, you make the hat go in a circle. But you. That's you the most frustrating it. one. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, it really is. Like. Because I'm on the train with my Switch in the handheld, and I don't want to look like a fucking idiot just, like, shaking the thing I'm holding. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially if you, you got... uh You can actually do that. You can pull that move off kind of like a, like a Zelda spin attack. Mm-hmm. If you spin and then hit the thing without having to use the motion controls. Um mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a way around everything, but it yeah. all seems kind of half-assed. Yeah, the only one I haven't figured out a way around um well two of them throwing your hat up and then throwing your hat with like the the rolling spin that makes it go farther i haven't figured out how to do those without motion controls um but then again i've also not found a place where you actually have to use either of those moves there is some stuff post game uh with moons that are added that will require Mm. you to kind of get craftier with traversal yeah and That's the first time I found it frustrating. I actually put it in tablet mode on my desk and was like, I'm just going to get through this and hold them yeah. out. Yeah. What's the, what, was the, what was the demo level, Fish? You said it was the third level, like the deserty, sandy? Uh, yeah, whatever was the desert area with, like, I guess it was taken over by ice or... Yeah, like the, the, the Dia de los Muertos themed kind of looking thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they... Uh, all the people there were complaining how cold it was, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, but, All the bullet yeah. bills. <laughs> bullet bills everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, the, you go, it's, it's, is that the whole world? Or is that, because, uh, I don't know, it For was the, a demo, so I'm not sure. That's how. a loaded question, Fish. That world's pretty decent in size. Yeah, I don't um, know. Is it? That world is, is some really? of the, the most moons of, like, any of the world. Yeah, yeah well, it's got, like, just, 60, 80, something like that. It's a ton. Yeah. But, I don't know oh, what the demo has. I, there are also I, a lot of underground areas, so maybe stuff's closed off. Yeah, yeah maybe. And well, just the desert, you can like wander the side of the desert and find little like oasises and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than I think it. It's to see. It's much larger than it seems. I was trying to say that better, but then I realized I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's fine. Um, yeah, it was just. Wait, wait, a wait demo, can you, so can you say that again? Much- <laughs> Hold on, hold on, Fish. Can you say that again, Rich? We'll let you say it correctly, because i got to jump in. Um, oh, God, now I feel like I'm on the spot. <laughs> um, I'm a fucking wordsmith. Uh, it's much it's larger deceptively, than it deceptively large. That's what she said. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> continue, Fish. I just That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted that so badly. <laughs> so, 
So, you made it better. So sad. She also said that. <laughs> she mentioned it. In passing one time. Yeah, it wasn't definitely wasn't the focal point of conversation. No, no. The yeah. art of deception. Uh, um, anyways, Fish, go ahead. I keep interrupting you. I apologize. Continue. What were your thoughts on your time with it? Um, I did like the 3D, exploring the 3D world. Because um, I don't think I've ever played a 3D Mario. Oh, but Rich just had a seizure. You can't see it on the webcam, but he just had a seizure. <laughs> he recoiled back in anger or something. Mm-hmm. That was just so startling. Hold on, hold on. He's, wait, I thought you played Mario 64. Yeah, I played a little bit of it, but I never owned it. Never. Didn't spend you know, any quality time. Okay. No, I didn't. But yeah. Um, but wow. yeah, I was. Uh, I did like how open it was and. Um, I mean, you see stuff all over the world and you can interact with it. I thought it was a little weird that you had to throw your, um, so they have like these, there was a telescope in one area where you could overlook the whole map. Um, Mm -hmm. but to use the telescope, you had to throw your hat at it. And I thought that was a little strange that you essentially become a telescope and then, yeah, you do. It it makes sense, but it's just like it was weird to me. I was like, well, think about it, fish. You can hat. look in the telescope, or you can be the telescope and see <laughs> everything. So, how does that work, though? Does, I mean, it's Mario's conscious it, inside the, of a everything telescope. Mario takes control of dies when he leaves it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Much like fish, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show, everything is fucking destroyed when you leave it, and uh, it's sad. <laughs> But is that is that really the, what happens in the game? Uh, yeah, well, they're yeah. not they're not dead. They're just kind of like yeah. no, they disappear afterwards. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. Damn. After yeah. their days is worn off, they disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so they, just, so they like can't the only... go on without a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> who, who can After they really? experience the mustache, they're just like I can't go on like this. No... Mm-hmm. Again, the me- the analogy is just so tight. No, that's true. <laughs> that's uh, but I mean. Yeah, go ahead, Fish. I'm sorry. I, yeah, but I, I did take control of some bullet bills, um, mm-hmm. but those essentially do eventually explode. So I figured, you know, once I left them, they just explode. And it makes sense in that context of bullet bills. You are really overthinking this whole Mario. I know. I am. I am. But um, no, it, 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 it featured some 2D uh, platforming as well, which uh, was awesome i thought like it translates so well on the screen Mm -hmm. i'm going from 3d to that 2d but you're still in the 3d world but you're looking at a 2d sprite of uh mario going through um this 3d world going up like a tower like of bullet bills flying from side to side was pretty fucking cool to me um Mm -hmm. it was a bit easy and simple but it was still like aesthetically like it it just looked really great to me, um, and it was fun as well. Like doing those two D um, platforming, then transitioning to three D platforming, um, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you guys said, the controls are fairly simple, um, and yeah, it, just right out of the gate, I started having fun with that game. But um, I was curious to see um, how much more there is that game because i only got one moon piece is and it was just like up oh, a tower it. that i oh. 
You're so. a moon. You are just a moon amateur. Come on now. Yeah. One moon. Uh, some eight-year-old kicked him off the mach- the demo station afterwards. Oh, okay. It's like listen, <laughs> man. Actually, actually, it was timed. It was a time demo, which oh, pissed me okay. off. Oh, it, it stopped, and I was just like, oh. God. Huh. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you mentioned those because that, that might be one of my favorite parts of the game, which sounds dumb, but the transition. The moment that I fell in love with the game, it was, it was an incredible game. But the moment I fell in love with it was in that stage, Fish, and there's a part where you do a 2D section, and there's a 2D bullet bill, and it flies out and becomes a 3D bullet bill, and then you have to take it over and just do this. I was like, that's fucking great. That's just fucking mm-hmm. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that um, 2D stuff, the tra- like you said, the transitions are just so smooth, it's so perfect and also the fact they went through the trouble of making a 2d sprite for every outfit and every outfit every combination outfit. mario yeah. can have. almost that's my one complaint with the game they don't mm. actually have the boxer sprite oh really don't or, that's a shame or or unless unless maybe they don't mix and match hats so maybe they only have a sprite if you're wearing a match set or something maybe that's uh-huh. it it could be that um yeah because i don't think there is a hat that i think that would be boxers so it, it's probably more than likely that yeah but that's still a shame mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i mean i i almost always am wearing <laughs> boxers and the captain's the hat fuck? god you so, would do that mm-hmm. <laughs> the cat that's a good <laughs> look it's it's uh, yeah. that's the way to go i mean really. i call that hefner mario mm-hmm. yeah hefner mario i do rock the captain's hat but i do the pirate I do the pirate vest and the captain's hat. I just like the way it looks. It's because the hat matches my gloves, and the, it's just sexy. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just it, yeah, there's just so many outfits, but you know, it's just cosmetic. But it's fun. Ever since I, I unlocked the Diddy Kong outfit from the Diddy Kong amiibo, I've been rocking that side of fucking pure terror. <laughs> Diddy Kong. God damn right. Well, what is that? Is that it, just a red vest? It's no. <laughs> it's basically just Mario's head on Diddy Kong's body, and it's terrifying. <laughs> That is terrifying. <laughs> just like a monkey. Um, I just unlocked the. Well, I don't want to ruin. I can't. Some of those would be a spoiler if I if I ruined them. Um, There's one in particular that's the best one that I refuse to spoil for anybody. Oh, oh there, okay. there are some. Dude, it's it's good, daunting though. Good ones. I played the game for like a week, and I went to the shop, and it was like to buy the last one. I had to have like six hundred more fucking moons than I have, or four hundred, or something crazy. I don't know how many, how many moons are in the game. Do you know, Rich? Uh, you know these. I things. believe six hundred. I'm Jeez. nearing the five hundred mark. Okay, let's put that in perspective, Fish. You played that entire demo, and you got one moon, one fucking moon. Yeah. There are six hundred yeah. fucking moons in this game. That's fucking insane. That's fucking insane. And not all of them are accessible until you beat the game. The 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 post game is that really insane though. Comparing comparing how long you've played Destiny two. I mean, no, Uh, not quite as insane. I mean, the game's only been really out for like a week and a half, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Shay, you're gonna flip your shit when you beat the game. There is a the very first place you go after the game is a huge. I assume I only played a little Mario 64 as a kid, but I, it's just a, oh. it's just, you know, the kingdom I'm talking about. It's I'm, just I'm so, so happy. And just, Oh, it's good. You're going to love it. Shay. It's going to, you're going to lose your fucking mind, man. And then there's yeah, two, I, a lot more to unlock to after that. Mm-hmm. I need to get a switch. Yeah. He's not even able to find one in Japan. They're really, which is funny. Cause my Walmart, I just walked, I went shopping today and there was like four in my Walmart. Every time just, I walk into a target, I see like three or four in the little glass thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Fuck. <laughs> fuck just, you. 
Why are some money? Have them buy yeah, it and I'll, I'll get ship it, it to you. you. If you, if you yeah, wire but me then the, the money, the shipping I'll... the shipping is almost as much as me just buying it off of Amazon at that point here. Yeah, that's true. Mm, it's maybe with the small, like that big package I sent you last time, Shay. That the shipping on that was only like forty or fifty bucks, and that'd be like four times the size of what this could be. Because the switch is tiny. It's like it's pretty. Yeah, small, that box so. is small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, think about it. I will think about it. <laughs> Weigh those up. Um, I, I think my biggest my biggest criticism with the game, personally, I know this is like sacrilegious to say anything negative about the game. Um, but that's what we do here. We just like the fun of, of, you know, good conversation and criticism for the sake of, I guess what we feel is better for the game or the game industry as a whole. But, um, I, I feel like the art direction is inconsistent at times to the point where it kind of bothers me. Um, points, uh, I'll give you an example. Number one, there are things in the game that are real and I don't care how you justify it. I, I don't like it. There's a T-Rex in the game that looks like a cheap 3D model in, like, some tech lab for a school that's training people how to make video games. Um, even though it's fun to, you know, get the mustache on the T-Rex, it, it looks out of place in that world. Um, the, I think the there's people, a charm to that, though. Well, we'll get to that, but the, the, mm-hmm. the real humans in New Dog City, I mean, like, I still can't get over It's just weird, man. The... There's people, there's like Pauline and Peach, and they all look like you kind of, like humanish. But the, then there's these regular looking generic ass humans walking around. The city is just fucking icky. Like, I, I got on the motorbike today and I was rolling around. I was like, God, I was like having like a Grand Theft Auto flashback for a second. I was like, this is just, like, what is, am I playing a mod? It's just like, <laughs> it freaked me out. And then there is a um, a dragon at the end of the game that looks like a real dragon. It looks the level looks like something out of Dark Souls. It's just there's a lot of things in the game where on one hand you want to admire their spirit for throwing everything in the kitchen sink in there. And on the other hand, I feel like Mario has believe it or not there is an art design there. There I mean art direction there where you can tell these things look like they're from that universe and there's just a lot of things in that world that just stick out like a sore thumb to me. I'm just not a fan. Okay. It's weird for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I get your hesitance and yeah. I guess there's just a, like a level of suspension of disbelief with that. Yeah. that I just kind of don't care. I'm like, this is really silly and stupid. And yeah, that's I mean, kind of okay. You also turn pixelated in almost every level and there's an entire world that's low poly food. It's a good, and that, but that still fits the theme. I mean, in super, in super Nintendo and uh super Mario world, wasn't there a chocolate mountain? At the end of the game, like, what was that place? Chocolate? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's been like, ten, you know, don't make me sound like an idiot here. Um, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, a lot, of, a lot of that oh, stuff is themed, Rocky like, Road. Donut Plains, Rocky Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the so overarching that's, Yeah, there's been a food Super level Mario in World. most of them, but I mean, like, this one specifically was low-poly food. Like, it's... Uh, well, that's questionable. I, like I it's agree, a, Josh. That's, that's the whole point of it. It's like, it doesn't fit the rest of the style. It's like... It's weird, man. It's yeah. just... It's, it's weird. It's it weird. I'm sorry. It's just weird. I I don't know. I don't know. It's just something about it is a little strange to me. Like when you have an art direction, something like Cuphead, that's so consistent and honest. Sometimes it's like eh, I, I see what they're doing, but now they're just trying to go too far. What's next? We're gonna have these. I, I don't know. It's just a scary uh, path to walk down. And the 2D stuff really drops off at the back end of the game, and that's a, a disappointment. Like the la- after New Donk City, uh, I went through three worlds, and I think I saw one tiny 2D section. And then at the very end of the game, there's a really cool 2D section. They really just yeah, that's, the balance. I know exactly what you're talking about. That is a 
that that's a really cool moment in that game. That the end of it. Bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Um, and and I just like there's just an, a a level of they had such a perfect balance. I thought or enough of it in the first chunk of the game, and and I love that stuff so much. I was a little disappointed to see that um, the back half of the game was like ninety percent three D, ten percent two D. I don't know why. I mean, I think. Process- you can't gut it with all that 2D stuff because it's still a 3D Mario game. I think they used it sparingly enough. And if you really, like... I feel like I started probably not even rushing, but taking my time a little bit less as I got towards the end. Mm. And if you go back and really look around those worlds, like, the, the 2D bits are there. They're in nooks and crannies, but they're there. Yeah. Oh, just the beginning of the game implied a balance that I thought was was uh, tighterful. More, uh, tighterful. That's, that's great Yeah, it's English. definitely there um, more. Yeah, more um, more balanced, more masterful. Is there a lot of the two D stuff in the post game? I haven't done any of the. Um, I'd say it's it's like probably like the twenty percent marker. Like it's still there. A lot of the post game is going back to these worlds, and oh, there are more moons now. Um, mm-hmm. and then it's a lot of areas you can't quite get to until you have X amount of moons in the Odyssey. Like there are more kingdoms i guess it's more it's a kind of a bit of a jump to call them kingdoms but they, they are yeah, yeah. okay that's cool yeah i mean i think it's a great game i just uh i mean that's goes without saying i i've been having a lot of, i played it feverishly it's the first mario i finished since mm-hmm. probably the super nintendo mario and i've played all of them i usually bounce off all of them at some point like halfway through i'm like this is really cool something else grabs my attention but i i've already mm-hmm. Um, and one, there's so. a lot to grab your attention at the moment. It was a hell of a release week. Oh my week. goodness, yeah. 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 It helps. It probably helped that I had that sexy new Switch, though. When you have a new system, it's like so fun. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't wait to play it. Um, just ah, feels good. I, I, I played it with the, the nunchuck separated. I just, that was, that's the way I like to play it. I think it sound, you know, it feels really good that way. So I think I was for the most part pro controller um, on the TV, actually. Mm. Yeah. Really pro controller? Yeah. See, I, I can't get down with the Pro Controller. Yeah, Pro because... Controller actually, I don't know. I think separate nunchucks is probably about the best way to go other than if you, if you like me, got it launch week and still have not sent your controllers back for them to fix the connectivity issues. You know, it's uh, funny. Yeah. I never, I got my Switch launch week and I never, I've yet to have the connectivity problem. Yeah. I've, oh. I think I just lucked out. You may have because, I mean, I, it probably, <laughs> it was probably like different factories because I've, Mm. I never had an issue at my old house with it, but at mm-hmm. my new house, I'm like an extra five feet from the TV, and it's enough that I'm starting to notice it. Isn't it other signals can interfere with it? Isn't that the main issue? Um, I think it's just low signal in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you you back up a little bit, and it becomes an issue. Um, All right. So, yeah, because I never had an issue yeah. in the old house, but now that I'm in the new house, I'll notice. I'll notice it doing weird stuff occasionally. So, yeah. So I've, I've generally been going pro tr- pro controller as well because that one doesn't seem to have any of those issues at all. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, closing thoughts from you guys that you just want to say on it before we move on, Rich. Um. God. Uh. I really wanted to say for quite a while that Mario was for sure going to be my game of the year. Then I played about eight hours of Wolfenstein today, so we'll see. <laughs> Even over Zelda, huh? Wow. Oh, my, my vying. I mean, man, you got a Mario, Zelda, Wolfenstein, and Persona 5 are my vying at the moment. Mm. Fight duking it out. So much I, this year. Oh, my I God. I don't know why Persona 5's in there. What's, well, why would you Persona 5 in there? One of the greatest it's... games ever made. Yeah. 
if you've got two and Whoa. a half months to play it. <laughs> yeah. So I put uh, over two hundred hours into that game. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I have two and a half months of bad Japanese anime esque dialogue to suffer through in my lifetime. But maybe, maybe it was one a, day. It was a pleasure to suffer through it all. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's, that's a fun argument for another day. Um, (laughs) I I did want to say this is probably a nice transition. I, we did a, I did a post today on the Instagram and I I promised people I would read the comments if, and we got a lot of cool stuff. So if you guys can bear with me and I will ask all of you this question, if you want to play along for fun, because this got me thinking a lot lately, everything's a masterpiece, right? Blade Runner's a masterpiece. Mario's a masterpiece. Zelda's a masterpiece. So I just started thinking like, what is a masterpiece to me? What is it to you? What, does it, do you even care? Does it even fucking matter? You know? Um, so I, I posted my thoughts on it and uh, I got a lot of good comments. I'll, I'll read a few here. Um, <laughs> Josh is trying to show, yeah. <laughs> Josh is about to show us his masterpiece on the webcam. Thank you, Josh. Josh, he said masterpiece, mm-hmm. not disaster piece. Aww. Oh, wah, wah, burn. <laughs> you know. There's beautiful disasters. Let's mm-hmm. see. So our good friend uh, Bat Zach said, a masterpiece is a game that does everything well. Graphics, gameplay, story. A game that brings you in and doesn't let go. Um, our, uh, let's see, someone here, Kaimena underscore NG said, a masterpiece to me has all the right things playing for it. It has a good narrative, the graphics, voice acting, not always, but eh, great gameplay and mechanics. Um, and these people list a lot of their personal favorites, but I'm just trying to save some time here. Uh, the Bagel One said, A masterpiece is a game that is fully realized. Its gameplay, story, visuals, and audio all work in tandem to elevate the game to its greatest heights. Um, Hakuna Matata 522 said, A masterpiece is a game that changes your life. A game that changes your life. A game that changes your view on other games. That's, that's pretty fun. <laughs> we knew it. Uh, yeah, I jokingly held up um, Croc, The Legend of Gobos, in my video. Not, <laughs> not a masterpiece by any means. Um, Geeky Croc Diana. 2 though oh, Croc 2 there we go now now we're talking Croc <laughs> 2 um, Geeky underscore Diana says a masterpiece for me is a game that sucks you in that you keep thinking about it even when you're not playing so that's kind of cool like a game that you think about even when you're done playing it which could be a lot of things like inside um, uh, Crovy underscore says a masterpiece for me is a game that appeals to you um, to most of your senses assuming you can't, you can't eat or smell a game it could bring something new to the table or something that's been done before, but it has its own spin on it. It could have music that suits the game very well, having great mechanics, visuals, but it maybe makes you think more than you usually do about a video game. So a lot of these people are saying like a game that kind of sticks with you afterwards. Um, uh, JM Camp 101, a masterpiece is something that you see in the artist's immense work and craftsmanship in. Uh, Legend of Dragoon is a good example with advanced fighting system. Well, he had a great point there until you said Legend of Dragoon. I don't know if I can quite... Legend of Dragoon's pretty good. Uh, it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But, I mean, that's the thing. To him, it's a masterpiece, and that's fu- mm-hmm. that's cool, too. I mean, that that's a fucking... I have so many good memories of playing Legend of Dragoon when I was a kid. Um, it was like a tried and true, like, everyone's made a, a JRPG at this point. Let's just do more of that, but do it really well, so... Yeah. All right, a couple more thoughts here on the masterpiece. Some great more, uh, Some great comments. William Lloyd 27. I think a masterpiece is a game that pulls me into a realistic world of lore and emotions, a game with epic proportions that keeps my heart racing and thoughts constantly remembering it throughout the day. Has to be a game I can return to and feel like I'm reliving the first moment playing it all over again. Again, another person saying it's something that has to stick with them even when they're not playing the game, which is interesting. That's like a reoccurring theme here. 
Um, and the last one here, Johnny K. Shiv. We all have our ultimate favorites for me, it's Half-Life 2 and The Witcher 3. I think in order for a game to be great and transcend to masterpiece status, it has to connect on an emotional level. It has to get you. It has to sweep you off your feet and take you somewhere like nowhere else. Journey did that. I played it from start to finish in one sitting. Captivating, beautiful, and enduring. Uh, Journey, I know Josh was one for you as well. In a lot of ways, Abzu did that for me, um, even though Journey didn't. But Journey would be more than likely be considered a masterpiece by my definition because Journey did actually push the boundaries of storytelling, wordless storytelling in video games, I believe, at the time. And Abzu mostly just followed its footsteps. Uh, even though, ironically, Abzu meant more to me, I wouldn't really consider it probably a masterpiece by my own definition, but a journey probably would be. So it's just, it's fun to think about. And then again, I've called Abzu a masterpiece many times. So now that I have my own definition of masterpiece, I have to rethink that. <laughs> uh, I need all these like stupid subgenres. There's masterpiece. Uh, then we have classic. Uh, masterwork. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, but, but again, thank you everyone. All these comments were incredible. So fun to, I mean, I want to read them out loud for a couple of reasons, mostly because I, I want to get the community involved in our show. And secondly, I just love uh, hearing people, everyone's different definition of something like like the buzzword that we've all discussed, masterpiece, that, that's coming up all over the place. So thank you again. We have such an incredible community. Anyways, in summation, like to you guys, like, do you guys have any thoughts on this? I mean, what's a masterpiece to you, Rich, if you had to define I got it? A, I got a hot take on this. Don't at me. Um, okay. a masterpiece is a buzzword devoid of meaning. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's okay. it's a valid term, but to me, it's something I try and avoid using because I just feel like it's so all encompassing. It means something different to everyone, and I'm hesitant to call anything a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that's a that's a valid opinion. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. No, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, I think as as much meaning as you give it, I think is the big thing there. Because mm -hmm. I mean, uh, to most people, there are you know four or five dozen masterpieces a year, um, which is not. It it doesn't really make that term particularly useful at that point. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I think there are probably two or three, if that. So, at that point, like on a just on a technical level, it's mm -hmm. that's that's more the way I think of it anyway. Um, just whenever they've, <sighs> basically taken everything <laughs> they could learn. The double side. The it's double hard, side. It's a hard thing. You got the to double side. Yeah. Define. Yeah. It, well, it is. It, but I feel like if they've learned whatever they can learn from gaming in general, and then and then use those lessons to take take it somewhere else. That's I think that's kind of what it takes at least for mm -hmm. for my money. But I mean, yeah, that's almost nothing. I think it's yeah, so. it's kind of what Kroby was saying, they kind of add their own spin on something. Mm -hmm. uh, and they perfect something that's been done but then not add their own spin on it. Yeah. I think that just defines what Blizzard does to make games. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I close. I'd say Blizzard says, "Oh, you make that kind of game, we can make it better." But I don't well, know. Yeah, if they... that's that's kind of what it is. Going, oh, yeah. I can do that much better than you. Oh, I got my own issues with Blizzard. We can talk about that later. Do you do you want to weigh in on this, Shay? Yeah, I um I actually kind of agree with uh, Rich that it's kind of a buzzword that 
has minimal meaning at this point because uh, in our culture as of late, we kind of take words and we um, overuse them to the point to where they don't have meaning. So, mm-hmm. you know, if literally, you back, yeah, the word epic, epic literally was, is another one. <laughs> Morgan is very, very guilty of that. I like I to tell people that I do things that. figuratively. Mm-hmm. Fingeratively? I got, yeah. That's how I pay most of my bills. I had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there are those certain words, and the, the gaming industry isn't uh, devoid of that. So one of them is masterpiece, unfortunately. But I guess for me, if I were to define it for myself, masterpiece is just one of those games that, I mean, you mentally have the that um, checklist that the game has to match, you know, whether it's like sound production, music, graphics, interesting narrative, um, in-depth characters. And then it's just one of those games that one of the, one of the, I can't remember, one of the other uh, commenters said that basically it just kind of transcends your normal way of thinking, causing you to reprogram how you think about video games from here on out. And then um, it's just something that you think about for years down the road. So to define something as a masterpiece right away, I almost feel like it's a disservice to the word and to the game because I could call, you know, I could have called last year um, Uncharted for a masterpiece. And unless it's something I think about years down the road, is it really a masterpiece or is it just a game that was awesome at the given point in time? Whereas something like, I don't know, Final Fantasy VII, is just the first one that comes to mind, not saying it is a masterpiece, not saying anything like that. But it, for me personally, it is a game that I have thought about for many years down the road, and same with many other people. Is it a masterpiece at that point? Possibly. I think it's closer to the definition than calling something right off the bat a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I, both, whatever, what all of you are saying, I, I feel like... As long as you can stick to your own guidelines, I think it's it's fun and it's okay. Like, for example, if I could take any game and I can run it through my own, like, masterpiece omatic uh, machine, and I'll, t- I'll see if it comes out a masterpiece. And my barometer is very simple. It has to be um, uh, of a, a high quality, so it kind of hits all the checkboxes there. It's just uh, the top-tier quality game, but the caveat is it has to do something to push video games or that genre forward it has to do something revolutionary um and a couple of examples i gave was like uh donkey Kong country for me was a masterpiece because i think it's a great game but it pushed the boundaries of visuals at the time it even saved the super nintendo when the playstation was coming out because of what they were doing with those pre-rendered graphics that a lot of people hate now but at the time were insane right um something like uncharted 4 i wouldn't say is a masterpiece because i just don't think the combat's very good so i don't i wouldn't have to think about that very much i can run every game you would give me hypothetically through my little ringer um metal gear solid good example right great game across the board push the boundaries of storytelling so it would be a masterpiece for me so that's my own personal barometer it's a great game that does something to push the envelope um but that's just for me so what about you fish before we move on did you want to weigh in on this um well, if you just go by the like, the definition of masterpiece, which is a, a work of outstanding artistry, skill, or workmanship, like <laughs> I, I think about that. Wow. Webster's um, Dictionary. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, Google's. You should have opened it search. like that. <laughs> and uh, the second definition underneath that: the artist's <laughs> or craftsman's best piece of work. 
their best. Though that's a, that's a kind of a cool one though. Like their best, their best yeah, thing they ever made. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like. like so what's said, David Cage's solid. masterpiece? Yeah, Heavy Rain. Yeah. Heavy, yeah. Heavy Rain would be David Cage's masterpiece. That would be his. It's yeah. all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you think of like uh, Kojima with Metal Gear Solid. Like you think of, yeah, it kind of narrows down where like he you feel like your own tastes are um, being uh, tickled per se. Um, as far as like what type of game you like and like if if you just like look at their work you can find the game that they've created that um, sticks out to you um, he's got know. a bunch of them you, you yeah. could probably make a case for MGS 1, 2, and maybe 4 for mm-hmm. him yeah that's uh, awesome. Snatcher. Like one no two, one definitely. thinks MGS 4 <laughs> is a masterpiece except you Morgan uh, okay maybe not the gameplay is I'll give you this the gameplay is not the highest of marks so you're probably right 4 wouldn't be a masterpiece it's the most forgettable Mm-hmm. Okay, a the lot of stuff happens, but for me, I I don't think about four. Like when I think about Metal Gear Solid, I'm not like, oh man, really mm-hmm. got to get back to Metal Gear Solid Four. The like, monkey oh. is the most memorable character in that game, no. Morgan. Think Vamp about that. And Raiden, the monkey. Vamp and Raiden fighting each other and shit. Were they in cool. that game? Shit in there. Four it- hour cutscenes. Okay, that, that that's another gr- well, that's another great argument for another day too. But it, it probably depends on your investment in MGS two, how much you cared about those characters going forward into four anyway. Um, what about Two's a great like game. two? Yeah, two two broke the bounty for PlayStation at the time. Like that thing was technically just <laughs> broke everything. All the boundaries were were pushed with that. But I um, think what I I look at two in like a nutshell that I I fucking love is it did stuff as far as keeping story under wraps, like pre-launch, that would be impossible today. Oh, yeah. They could never like pull Ryan? Oh, that man. bait and switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way the industry is today. That was great. Yeah. I mean, nobody knew Ryan was going to run around naked for a good 10 minutes of that game. It's we were just... all looking forward to it, and we were hoping <laughs> in the back of our heads. But... If we had known. <laughs> God. Yes. I don't, it's, it's a fun thing to think about, like, what games you consider, like, and by Fish's definition, like, if you think of someone's their 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 opus or their the best game they ever made like a um like for Cliffy B it probably would be like a Gears of War uh and I'm trying to think of another a lot of other big developers that Bioshock Lawbreakers I feel so bad for him that game's all right too I feel I I love Cliffy B but he just uh, made a very safe he talks well that and he talks so much shit about you know coming into that game so it's like when it turned out not being everything he said it was it was like Okay. It's a fine game. It is. Wrong place, wrong time. Uh It's a tough market to be in right now. Why even go after that? I mean, he could have went and made any sort of creative thing he wanted to, and he went and made another one of those arena shooters. I just, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. I get it, but I don't get it. It's sad. I love Cliffy B, too. He's he's really cool. Um, I love his insights. Ken Levine, his would be Bioshock, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, so. That's a fun way to look at it, too, Fish. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, definitely. good talk. Good talk. Uh, let's transition here as we'll kind of go around and kind of anything else you want to talk about as we kind of wrap up the show, wrap up our weeks, all that good stuff. Oh, I want to BlizzCon was something I mentioned in the intro. Um, if you if you had anything, I've been following. I know you're the news. You're a news guy, Rich. I mean, you used to do all yeah. sorts of news blogs. You've been following all this BlizzCon stuff. Uh, I've been keeping a close enough track, but if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, we have guys on 
down at BlizzCon covering it actively. So mm-hmm. I mostly spent my entire day playing Wolfenstein. Uh, <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. Man. I mean, just kind of following it, not yeah, expecting it. I mean, yeah, there, yeah, there's, yeah. there's good stuff coming out of there, clearly. That WoW expansion looks pretty beefy. Uh, StarCraft Two, big news we were talking about before the show even started, going free to play. New Overwatch character. BlizzCon's rolling out the news. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Josh, do you have a thought? I, I don't want to sound negative, but I have some negative thoughts, but I'm going to hold them until everyone else says their piece here. Just like all of your other negative thoughts, because that's been mm-hmm. so healthy in you know, the last no. several decades. So just... You're right. Negative <laughs> thoughts, they put a damper on my life. <laughs> Let me tell you all about seasonal depression. I'll really kill this podcast fast. It's that special um, time of year. <laughs> the snow starts falling, and mm-hmm. you know it gets real, real dark. Um. Yeah, I mean, Josh, I like do you have dark. a? <laughs> do, I mean, you're. I know you're big into Blizzard. You talk about wanting to go to BlizzCon and stuff. Did you? Did you feel anything um, particularly toward the announcements? I've not been able to keep up on all of it just because we're still super busy here, um, moving in and stuff. I've got folks coming in next week, so I've been just everything, just everything. I've been busy for the last several months, like unbelievably. Um, cause this move has been just the most insane move I've ever had in like, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, a dozen moves at this point. So yeah, just, just nuts. Well, I got a full quick um, rundown of the six biggest announcements. If this helps Josh or any of you guys. Yeah. Um, so there's Mora. She's the new character in Overwatch. She'll be the 26th playable character. Um, she's described as a geneticist who works for Talon and she has a history with Reaper's Black Watch organization. So we got a new or, oh, bleh, Overwatch character. Um, the new Overwatch map is called Blizzard World. Um, like Disney World, Blizzard World is a theme park that incorporates all of Blizzard's properties. <laughs> so that sounds kind of cute. Uh, World of Warcraft gets a major update in a vanilla server. So they're talking about doing like a classic World of Warcraft yeah. server where it's, it's supposed to remind you of like when World of Warcraft first yeah. came out. Like I'm surprised it's first. taken them that long to do that because there have been unofficial yeah. vanilla servers well, that's ever since it, the first it? expansion. They uh, shut some down not too long ago and they hired a bunch of those people, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I so, mean, like, ever since the first expansion, people have been running bootleg copies of Yeah, unpatched. I briefly um, wow. was on one of those. I can't remember what the expansion was, but I was... Mm-hmm. Not really the point. It might have been, like, a Burning Crusade or something, but I was on a vanilla server yeah yeah mm, okay that's interesting that, i mean it, i can see how that could be yeah. a good move for them depending on how they how they market that because i mean i feel like they do nostalgia that's that's the one announcement yeah. they made i was the most excited there's about. an I mean, audience fish, for that for sure yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely to, yeah that was like our memories man that was vanilla mm-hmm. world of warcraft yeah, yeah. that's yeah, what that... kept that's the most time I put into World of Warcraft was uh, pre-expansion World of Warcraft, like getting all the way up to level sixty and um, raiding mm-hmm. molten core, or like <clears throat> oh, those yeah. pauldrons of might, baby. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> curious, I'm curious which which vanilla they're saying. I wonder mm. if it's gonna be like end end patch, like final patch before. I mean, not yeah. final patch because final patch they added in all the Burning Crusade stuff, but the last patch yeah. before that. Because it would have to be something like that, because there were several, like, the first first patch was unbelievably broken, um, because of the way 
evasion worked, you could basically become unhittable at like level 30 as a rogue. Um, if you stacked the right stats, <laughs> like no oh, one yeah. could hit you at all. Um, well, so. whenever like our tanks would run molten core, like there was a certain item in the game, and I, it was like some sort of juju thing. It was it worked like a potion, but it gave you like um, uh, incredible dodge rate, like something like seventy percent, and like Blizzard didn't bother to actually. You you know patch that out or fix it for yeah. quite some time, yeah. Um, and it kind of yeah. broke the game and that raid. <laughs> I would like the vanilla generic like game that spawned all the side quests to end all side quests. Like the very first quest, I still remember to this day. I was like a a Torin in this shitty little field, and me and Fish walked around and killed ten warthogs or whatever to get those ten fucking spikes or tusks or I don't know whatever they had. Gotta get, gotta and, trade them for boots. Mm-hmm. It was great, yeah. It was that was like magic at the time, so it'd be cool to, for nostalgia's sake. To, so that that actually seems kind of cool. Ironically, going back to the well, StarCraft Two, as you mentioned, going free to play. Um, Hanzo is headed to Heroes of the Storm, so we got an Overwatch character going to Heroes of the Storm. And Hearthstone's next update is called Cobalds and Catacombs, so there is a new Hearthstone update. Um, I mean, nothing too exciting, much like last year. Uh, but you know, I went and Googled the Diablo. There was no Diablo news, which really bummed me out. But they announced it ahead of time. I found this post on their forums where Blizzard said, look, it's going to be at the floor, uh, at the show, you know, I guess playable or whatever, but it's because it's a community kind of event for those reasons. But it's, there's nothing new for Diablo mm-hmm. 3 right now. So that, that was a bummer. I don't know. I feel like Blizzard's doing a little bit of coasting right now. I mean, look at, wasn't last year like we got one new character, that really shitty um necromancer thing for diablo 3 and then that a lot of people like that the necromancer man a lot yeah, of people, people have been it. asking mm-hmm. that since d3 yeah. came out i don't know why i was i mean i i get it people loved the necromancer in diablo 2 but and it so yeah but just... yeah it yeah there's nothing wrong with the Necromancer. It just if you played as much Diablo three as I did, this is the best way I explain it, Rich. It'd be like I played Destiny for two years, and then they gave me a new character to go play in the Destiny old content again. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I get mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. for sure. But I mean, like I always there was always part of me, and I don't really have time for it recently. But I used to actually kind of like just running seasonal characters in Diablo for no reason. It was almost. It was robotic to the point where I could kind of do it casually, watch Netflix on my other monitor yeah. on like mm-hmm. a chill night where I just didn't feel like going out and doing whatever. Yeah, that's that when you're playing a game robotically at that point, it's it's basically like either an addiction or something else is going. Fish mm-hmm. does the same thing. We always joke about that. He's like, just gets sucked back in. He's like, oh, I'll turn on Diablo three for five minutes, and then it's like six there in the goes morning. A few hours, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like to turn off like certain parts of my brain and just mm-hmm. leave the parts yeah. on that allows me to efficiently farm rifts in Diablo three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's very satisfying. There's and some comforting. mundane, weird yeah. sense of satisfaction in that. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's it's the the fun of the loot grind, so that's cool. Um, anyways, that that is BlizzCon. Some stuff going on there. So um, nothing like earth shakingly exciting, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Fish, I want to give you a nice segue here. Fish has a new uh, mobile addiction, guys. I'm sure sure excited to hear all about it. Uh, yeah, come on, Fish. 
don't yeah. you tell us? What... It's been a while since I've been addicted to a phone game, but uh, this one I've had for the past two days, and I think I've already sunk about six hours into this mobile game. <laughs> oh, it's been a lot more than that. Don't downplay it. Um, no, it's a. I don't know what's the legs on this game, but it's a. It's called Golf Clash, and um, uh, the golf mechanics are very different compared to like a Hot Shots golf game. Like so, a um, good golf game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Some would say that. Yes, um, I actually enjoy. It's not uh, that bad. Hot yeah, Shots. That's fair. But um, no, no, the it, it's different enough to where it doesn't feel like a clone of you know. Uh, Hot Shots Golf, which uh, I liked, and um, but it still feels very technical, and um, uh, its systems as far as like uh, controlling your golf ball and using the clubs are um, very well made, I would say. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I it, it it does it is a mobile game, so like it has that has a you can buy coins and gems to uh, uh, upgrade mm-hmm. your clubs and everything but um uh it is ca- kind of fun to do one-on-one duels uh with people and <laughs> yeah, Fish so- sent me this today it's a a screenshot of him he's ranked number 3 in the beginners league um with 39,000 tokens now i want to give you guys perspective no, they're like chips like poker chips right when you um when you win a match you bet 50 chips and when you win win a match you get 100 chips right uh yeah yeah and then there's higher tiers of it so like the first tour yeah Multiplies. you bet only fifty and the pot is a hundred because they're duels essentially you go up against other mm-hmm. players online uh, which yeah. is a fascinating part of of this game is you actually mm-hmm. play real players um um Maybe. for just one uh shootout I guess or not a shootout but you know uh, you play one hole and if you both get a draw which is you both have the same amount of strokes you have a shootout uh after that uh where it gets really intense because uh, in a shootout you just you put the ball as close to the pin as possible so uh if you get a hole in one i mean that's just like fucking good luck to the other person getting a hole in one mm-hmm. um and those are typically like a par three type of uh, hole so you can usually get to the hole in one stroke and that's all you get is one stroke uh to try and get closest to the hole which i enjoy and the duels last around <laughs> five to six minutes which uh, i enjoy quite a bit uh, as a phone game you know that's all you want to spend on mm-hmm. a phone game really at one time but i i love just all because i'm so immature i just love all the golf terminology stroking and getting it close to the hole and shootouts i just mm-hmm. i never tire but this is fish is fish is watch out for right water there. hazards though <laughs> oh no or the rough you know Oh, yes, there's some sand traps. There's a lot of fun to be oh, had here. Oh god, those, those sandy traps. <laughs> how about god. just how about just getting on the fan? It's amazing how guys. talking about golf is more fun than playing it. That's nah, not true. What about those? What are five woods guys? Right? Um, no, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. It's. A... <laughs> 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 um. It's it's not fish got me to try because I'm a big golf guy. I love hot shots and I actually I'm big into golf in real life. And I'll just say it's actually it's actually pretty good. It's the aesthetic of the game is very smooth. It's got like sort of like um, 
like the uh, interface and everything is, is nice and bright and colorful and it's, it doesn't feel cheap, which I like a lot. And it's you know, like fish did. It's a quick match. And then if you tie, you go into a shootout. So I actually, me and fish played a couple rounds against each other. It worked really well. Um, fish crushed me because he is a master right now. He was like adding backspin to his ball and doing all this crazy shit. And like he had, uh, like he just destroyed me. Um, the, the thing I didn't like was that we, on the one hole we tied, we had to have a shootout, which means the winner was whoever gets closest to the hole. So I tied him. But instead of doing a normal playoff hole, it was whoever gets closest to the hole in the next um, pin would win the match. And that irritated Same as me. Same bar because, pickup rules. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Along, yeah, that's where the inspiration came from. So <laughs> I, I didn't like that sort of resolution because I just felt like, yeah, he landed it right next to the hole. Big fucking deal. I don't care. All right. Um, and matter of fact, I think his ball almost went in the hole. It like lipped in and lipped out. Because fish has it down to like a science right now, but it, it's actually pretty cool. For it's a, I it almost showed me that Clash of Clans game. And when I saw the name, I'm like, is this like an offshoot from those people? Because it had Clash that look. Of golf. Cla- yeah, Clash. Because it's called Golf Clash, and you get yeah. cards. Like you actually unlock chests that have cards that give you new clubs and, and upgrades and stuff. It's got a very, it's you know, very it's got a possible. It's from the same, uh, the same fellows. I should research that. Put out the Clash later. of Clans. Uh, I mean, well, well Playdemic actually makes them. Is Playdemic the people who make uh, Clash of Clans? I will find out. Right, uh, Rich is on it. Rich is on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. So Rich has an, uh, Rich. So Fish has a new gaming addiction, but it's actually for a golf game. It was pretty cool. I'll give. Uh, they certainly are. Are they really? Yeah. Ah, damn! It I explains was on it. Point with that. Well, that that explains the quality though, because it's not, it doesn't feel cheap, and I think that helps a lot. So, and you flip, everything's done. It works well with the phone because you're doing all the. It's like Hot Shots. I downloaded the Hot Shots game in Japanese whenever they released it from the Japanese store, even though nobody else would play it with me. Uh, and even though it was all in Japanese, I was still able to figure it out because it's a golf game, and it was a really good golf game. But this one almost. That feels... you had a team of translators, so. I did. I had this. I found this guy on Instagram who was a follower of ours, and he was like, helped me translate everything. It was really cute. Um, I hope that game comes out uh, in America eventually. So we're gonna talk about it with you guys. But I will probably delete this in a month or I so. They already Crossing released golf in America. Is that? Like, are they not? I don't like that. No, we don't, I, don't I, don't think, like I think joke. it's coming in the next patch. Okay. No. no. It's outlawed right now. Mm. All right. Yeah. Was it more like a, all, uh, maybe it was an open alpha I heard about or something. <laughs> That's so, remember, yeah. Josh, you talked about it last week. It was Gall Golf. Remember? They said we're gonna that get it when we get Fantasy that, Star. That makes that makes it that makes sense now. I'm yeah. yeah. That's why Cabal Yeah, Cabal uh putt putt. Um so it was basically so this is the before we I don't we don't have to talk about golf all day because we're gonna terrify all of our listeners. Um <laughs> There's nothing less interesting, I'm sure, people than talking about golf, but it's a pretty cool little mobile game. Uh, Watching get golf golf. Watching golf is, is less interesting. We could talk than... about curling. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's nice because, you know, <laughs> Hot Shots Golf is a great game, but it was just too much of a grind. Like, I played that game for weeks with my girlfriend, and it was just, I never even unlocked the fishing or anything. That game is such a fucking grind compared to the other Hot Shots games. But it's I really real good. Think it is good, but it's really repetitive. Really repetitive. Yeah. Solid criticism, but golf. Yeah, well, you know. Golf clash. Um, anything else you? <laughs> anything else you want to mention, fish that you played this week or mentioning um, on the show? You guys will probably be proud of me. I haven't played that much Destiny. Oh, actually, so you guys should be happy for 
nobody, I guess, <laughs> except yourself. I would I mean, be if uh, you had gotten me the commercial as a result of that. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know what you're... Oh, I was supposed to make a commercial for you? Yeah, for our listeners um, and Rich, basically we're trying to, we were trying to get Fish to record a snippet of video for our YouTube page, and it has been three weeks, and he has not been able to provide that to Shay yet. Um, with a variety of excuses. Mostly he's busy playing Golf Clash and Destiny and mm-hmm. uh, making excuses. Yeah, and, yeah. he's so. too busy holding a machine that could record what you're asking him to do to actually use that machine to record yeah. what you're asking him to do. Oh, exactly. that's it. Makes that's sense it. to me. Yep. That's true. That's true. But, uh, so it's like, <laughs> Shay, did you, did you get to dabble any more into Destiny now that Fish has brought that up? Any more detail? Yeah, yeah. I got into the second world. Um, I don't know what it's called either, but um, Titan. God, you're just—I <laughs> kill my soul every time. No, Titan. I'm not like I'm. I'm enjoying the game. I'm enjoying the game. Um, in terms of just uh gameplay to some degree. Um, it's a smooth shooter. For that, it's fun. Um, the the getting into some of the gunfights are pretty fun, but the story doesn't pique my interest in the slightest, and. Um. Fish is yeah, just like face. some of the characters are just face. for me some of the most generic characters I've ever met. <gasps> so it's it's okay. I mean, it's not it's not a knock on the game. It's just my personal preference. But I can't it's still, you. man, it is a gorgeous. What's his game. face is one of the finest characters ever written. <laughs> ever God, I love him. Mm-hmm. And what's her name? I mean, she's all oh, right too. God, what's her name? Character of the year mm-hmm. candidate. I'm a big fan of that one alien who I'm pretty sure was also in Halo 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one. That yeah. one. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that one alien. I was yeah. right. <laughs> that, one, that one alien? I was going to say, um, like, I mean, great. I know the story's not impressive, but to be fair, I already played Halo 2, so I know how it happens. Mm-hmm. It's true. There's a big plant. And, <laughs> and it, it tells you you have to kill someone, and so you, but you believe it immediately. Uh, like, yeah. I always believe the plants. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you're speaking to my soul right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, sorry, Shay, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, That's a nice tangent. But yeah, I I'm, I'm gonna try and finish it as quick as I can because there are other games I want to be playing right now. I want to at least complete the campaign before I call it good. Get my money's worth. Then I'll probably mm-hmm. go back and sell it to where I bought it so I can hopefully. Um, put that money towards a Switch, or at least a different game. I do want to play Wolfenstein 2 really bad, so I want to get mm-hmm. that game. Looks awesome. I hope Redbox but has Wolfenstein because I feel like I, I don't. Ha- I don't have Redbox here. God, fucking weird that Red Japan doesn't have Redbox. They have RedTube. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know if they have red tube. To be honest with you, I'm sure they do. I'm sure it's a worldwide thing. Some Wolfenstein. You find Wolfenstein on there. It's gonna be a little fruit. It was there. But um, other than that, I've still been enjoying my mobile addiction of Elder Scrolls Legends. I still play that daily. Oh no. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Card games. I love card games, man. I can't. Can't stop, won't stop. You don't have to stop no. for anyone. I don't. You don't. No one. No one tells me what to, to do. Stop for anyone. 
That's right. Oh, cool. I'm yeah, just trying to get the... I just I I keep playing Destiny. You guys keep telling me to stop, and you guys just shake your head in sorrow for me. But I I keep on playing. Even the game's telling you to stop. It's like there's nothing here. What are <laughs> yeah, you doing? That's true. Yeah, we've had it's... enough of your face in this game. Don't you wish it was just a Wii and it was like maybe you should go outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, right. Um, no, I, I am waiting for that. We've noticed uh, you look expansion. a little tubby. <laughs> Would you like to go outside? <laughs> it's like fuck no, Nintendo Wii. <laughs> I did. Um, our our listeners did want me to give you more shit. Have you spending more time with Cuphead Fish? Because I have to do my weekly razz on you about that. You know. Uh, no, no, I haven't. Uh, I I was thinking about it. Definitely was thinking about Cuphead uh, earlier this week. But uh, so the robot boss still has your number. Still Man. got me by the nuts. Ah. The nut nuts and bolts of my little <laughs> Cuphead plane. <laughs> still got still got you by the nuts and bolts. Nice save there. But, uh, um, yeah, I definitely want to try and beat that game. That's well, you've been saying that for weeks. I want to try and it's, beat it. It's, it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen before yeah. Game of the Year. It mm-hmm. will happen we'll see. before we'll Game see. of the Year. Yeah, you will it, see me beat it. Okay. Okay. It should, okay. I mean. <laughs> you're, you're obviously a competent individual. I'll hold my individual. breath. I, uh, I've been going through. I, I got pulled away from my expert. I'll start writing a eulogy on. for you. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you guys mm-hmm. I got pulled away from my expert run just because Mario came out but I was like done with the second I think I have one more boss in the second world on expert and then I beat a boss on the third world on expert so I was having a lot of fun going through slowly on expert and just seeing how different it was and how, how fucking crazy hard it is but yeah I I love that game dearly but now that Mario has pulled me away I'm so far removed from Cuphead that it's like it's hard to go back to a game like you'd that you'd have to uh, yeah. completely relearn it at this point probably I was so warm. I was so hot. You know, I was just like, I was, I was reared up. I was ready for that insertion, and now I've stepped away and stop. I'm dry. I'm dry. Just <laughs> stop. Just I'm, stop. I'm lost. Um, no, that's why. Yeah, like back in the game. day when I played uh, Super Meat Boy, I played it for like six months straight because I knew if I quit playing it, then mm-hmm. I would lose all that skill. So in order to 100%, 100% yeah. that game, you, you really got to just stick with it, and it's the same with Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should probably not fall off the wagon completely. Maybe like once a week I should sit down and, and play it. So eh, Probably twice a week, really. There's just so much good stuff out there, man. There's so many cool games. Play. Video games are happening. Just so much mm-hmm. to do. Variety is the spice of life sometimes. Um uh, the what else? Oh yeah, like you were saying, Wolfenstein is one that I'm hoping is at my red box. Rich, um, everyone won't. No, I mean, I don't understand. Like, I don't know anything about Wolfenstein, but people are just it's so out. it's so good. It's it's a very competent first person shooter that sort of um, it does a lot in its combat mechanics. I want to say it, it doesn't have the same momentum that say like Doom had for me, which I find unfortunate and. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of all about guns blazing. Their stealth approach in that game, they're not for me. But it's really the narrative. Like, that narrative is so well written and so surprisingly, like, poignant, I guess, right now. But it's, uh, it's, what a game. Like, it's, it, talking about the Masterpiece thing earlier, that's a game I'm constantly thinking about since I started it when I'm not playing it. And let's see here. According to Steam, 
I have 10 hours so far. So I've got to be done. Are you near the end? I feel feel like I have to be nearing the end. Yeah. A lot has happened. Uh, That game has a lot of big, like, oh, holy shit moments in it. Yeah. I got to see what it's all about. Because the trailers didn't sell me on it. It just looked like a bunch of, I don't know. I just didn't. I also think playing the new order is a big part of it, too. Like, leading in. Oh, the first one? Yeah. Like, I think it's worth it to play that first. Hmm. Okay. That's actually good to know, because I didn't play the first one either. It very much picks up the exact second the first one ends. Okay. Okay. I was curious there... about that because I'm like halfway through that one and I was not. It was not my thing. Like, oh cer- yeah, you, certain you parts seem to work. like it at first. I mean, well, it in. yeah. I mean, certain parts are good, and then I don't know. I kind of felt like the story goes off the rails. It, in the first one, it continues to go off the rails in the second one, but I think in a good way. <sighs> okay. It, lays into like i guess some insane like kind of sci-fi stuff the way the wolfenstein universe kind of always has yeah it's wacky and it's silly but yeah like i felt like they didn't quite get there with the first one like it was it almost got there but it was like it was still a little too serious to really i think they nailed laughing at it i think they nail the tone and the balance with the second one especially because i think the second one has you feeling a little bit more hopeful about this resistance that you're building and taking down the Nazi regime. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard people say this has, like, one of the funniest moments they've ever seen in a game, one of the craziest moments they've ever seen Mm -hmm. in a game. And when I hear that shit, like, ever, people I respect in the industry saying the craziest moments they've ever seen in a game, I have to just know what that is. It it has had no less for me... Uh, then three moments where I've had to just, like, I'm playing on PC. I've had to, like, get up and walk away from my keyboard and kind of just, like, lament on what just happened and, like, let it process. Really? It's, <sighs> it's It's one hell of a game. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened to me in a video game. I mean, it happened to me once when I was reading the third Game of Thrones book and somebody died in a horrible way. And uh, I had to, like, put my book down and, like, do a lap around my, my workplace, but I've never had that happen during a video game, so... I'm excited. That'd be that would be awesome to be. Uh, God, I'm just it's, so curious because I it, don't know. It's such a shame because like, it's so hard to talk about it without yeah. saying. And I don't want to ruin any of it. Yeah, that's fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm sure it's. I'll. I'll get a hold of it. Whatever I have to do. Ah, uh, man, that's cool. That's that's definitely gonna be a fun one to talk about. At least is it? How you said you put about ten hours into it? I could probably yep. rent that and beat that in a day or two, maybe. Um, uh yeah if you really sit down and be like this is just what i'm gonna play you could certainly get through in a day or two Mm -hmm. i started uh are you on easy yesterday um i'm on what i would describe as like a medium setting at this point i recently actually dialed back the difficulty a little bit because it does get to be a bit much which is probably my one complaint about that game are um because it doesn't have it's not like get behind cover and you recover health it has health and armor packs yes the old school mechanics so yeah it and they work but at the same time i feel like a lot of the time it's not really a great system that's probably my one grievance like well yeah between that and then enemies having hit scan weapons it's like yeah by the time you notice something you've already taken the damage so that's just it it's one of those things where you look away to kind of survey a room and all of a sudden you have like no health oh damn yeah that's that's really interesting that is that's going to be a fun one to talk about. There are um, perks yeah. you can get late game that help with that, though. 
Like the biggest example would be um you can overcharge your health in Wolfenstein. Then your normal health limit is 100. You can go to 200, but it keeps ticking down once you're over 100. I got a perk that allows uh, late game that allows my overcharge will not start start ticking down until I take damage. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Well, I've heard the thing that scares me is that people say there's like six difficulty levels. Yeah. And the second, the, most people are playing on the second one up and it's still kicking their ass. Like, what That's what I think I've dialed down to now. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I was playing through That's the first crazy. one on the fourth difficulty setting, mm-hmm. and it's just... I think I beat it on that. Yeah, I think it gets to a point where it's it's not fun to play through at that point. I was I was playing through it kind of out of just obligation at that point. Yeah, um, you just want to see it through. But yeah. I never felt frustrated. Like To a point, I went, all right, I want to keep going, so I'm going to tick this down. But I never felt like I needed to walk away. Like I felt like it was doable. But- but don't you think if you have to drop the difficulty down, that says a little something negative about the game design? For sure. And I think it's that health and armor system, I think, doesn't serve the game as well as a typical take cover and regenerate health system could. Yeah. Or, I mean, something yeah. like Doom. I mean, like, Doom... I don't know. It needs to got health from ripping the enemies. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the glory kills in Doom make the combat flow really well. Yeah. And- I think Wolfenstein could benefit from a system like that as well. Yeah, something something to kind of make it feel like you're not... Because I felt like I was scavenging for health in that game too much. Yeah. Just too much. I mean... Also, yeah. you don't just pick up the health packs either. You have to actually like Manually scan them, them and pick them up. Like Ugh. It would be better, I think, if I was just walking over them and getting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, too old school for its own good, in a way. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is too bad, because it sounds like the story is, like, anything but that. It's, it's so. phenomenal. You know, that's just it. Even if you have to, like, tick it down uh, to the lowest difficulty just so you can kind of sit it. back and enjoy the show, it's well worth it. That's what I'm going to do. Well, then why not just go to YouTube at that point and just... <sighs> that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess that's... I don't want to go down that road too much, but that just makes me wonder. Because, like, I don't know. I, I agree with the... I don't have a problem dropping the difficulty. I'm not one of those people that does. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm dropping it that far down just to kind of fly through it, like, what am I gaining from the gameplay? Am I getting anything from actually playing I'm still the game? In, I'm still enjoying the gameplay. I still... Even on lower difficulties, mm-hmm. I find just kind of marching in there with just dual-wielding every gun I can and just opening fire, like, satisfying mm-hmm. as hell. Because mm. Wolfenstein combat is still so in your face. Like, sure, you like can put trip. a scope on your rifle and aim down, but I'd much prefer to have uh, a rifle on each arm and just bust into a room and just shoot the hell out of everybody. Yeah. Power trip. Yeah, I guess if you approach it as the ultimate just murder fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you a Stranger Things fan, Rich? Uh, Yeah, I am not finished with season two because unfortunately it launched in a week with so many goddamn games oh i know right? how far are um, you in season two uh episode five i want to say okay josh how far are you in a season two mm, three or four i'm in the same okay. situation but i've got two schedules to work with because i'm trying to watch, watch it with my wife and we're both extremely yeah. busy because we had everything i already mentioned for us as a family, and then just with Halloween and everything else, since she's works with kids, super yeah. busy week with that too. So, yeah, it's been almost impossible to get together and watch Stranger Things. So, well, we don't have to ruin it too much. Shay, me and Shay destroyed the whole thing. I know Fish told me he watched the first 
episode with his wife last night. Um, and she watched the first episode without him, and he almost murdered her on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> when you tell your significant other you're going to watch a show with them and you don't do it, th- th- there has to be consequences. But I'm just, I'm just such a pushover, you know. Oh, that's incredible. I, yeah, I, yeah, that, I, I couldn't stop watching it, so I don't know how you guys have the patience. I mean, it's, it's yeah, I don't are... either, man. Yep. Uh, I sleep it, it at is night. good. Yeah. I don't know about fish. <laughs> that's obviously not an excuse no, for him, but I sleep yeah, at night. Yeah. 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 What do you replace? What do you replace your, um, four in the morning, uh, destiny binges with now, fish? Like, what fills that hole in your life? Ah, uh, sleep. I've been oh. catching up on sleep, and it's oh. been feeling amazing. Like, I That's, feel it through my oh. work day, and I'm just like, yes. I'm not the... dragging ass all over my warehouse <laughs> or falling asleep at the wheel in the <laughs> truck. Oh, good. At least your work can appreciate that you're not going to murder people when you're driving around. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of you, Fish. Yeah. Actually, uh, today... Um, oh, no. The, you don't start unsafe, with that but... sentence. Subsequent sentence. Actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I was, don't finish this thought, fish. Don't do it. All right, I won't. I won't no, no, you can that. if you want. I'm just saying, don't. You're just do trying it. to avoid that phone call. So, boss, do it, um, don't do it. I drove into the river. <laughs> <laughs> Lost all the toilets mm-hmm. to the river. Uh, well, you know, no. we're gonna squeeze other things. Oh, man, <laughs> only we're gonna get the other devotion. That's why I was trying to get Fish to trade in all of his old games and never going to play anymore. We'll be there, man, soon. So many games to catch up on. That's my new goal. Will Fish finish five games before the end of the year? I have a chart on my wall right here. Destiny 2 is at the top. Cuphead's underneath, but there's a big picture of the robot flipping Fish off of the middle finger. <laughs> and then, what will the other three games that Fish finishes be? Will he finish five games before? You know, we'll all finish 10 or 15 games, but... Will Fish at least finish five games? And to be fair, you don't finish Destiny 2. It just sort of consumes you. Mm-hmm. That's true. We just need credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we have a low barometer. If you see credits at some point, that counts. That's, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's so. fair. Okay. Even- I-, I think I saw credits at the end of that uh, Mario Odyssey demo, so I think I'm good, guys. Oh, that doesn't okay. count. Well, that's, that's... <laughs> you got that's the most the important moon. It was, that's yeah. not my barometer. <clears throat> Fish, that's gonna be Fish's. That's how sad it's gonna get at some point. Uh, number three on my game of the year list: the Mario Odyssey demo I played in GameStop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like fuck, yep. this has gotten real bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, what is it? Two. We got two months, but we'll probably be doing Game of the Year about halfway through December, so we'll have to see how that goes. I don't, I'm torn on Call of Duty because everyone on my on Instagram and a lot of people I know are are messaging me it, but I just. I feel like I have an obligation to play it, but even Do people you? who like Call of Duty, I, I don't know. I haven't enjoyed a Call of Duty game in so long, but I still it's feel like I want to It's been a decade pay- since there's been a reason to play one of those games. I was in Target today, and it was just sitting there on the display, and I was like, I probably should play this. But then I just got some coffee and left. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I be honest <laughs> with you guys? If I wasn't working at GameStop last year and didn't have the availability to... Um, the ability to play some of those games for free via my boss letting me borrow them from her. I would not have played Call of Duty. I would not mm-hmm. have played Battlefield 1. I still would have played Titanfall 2, but uh, I won't good. I won't pay to play those games. So that's 
the years are long gone for me paying to play a Call of Duty or a Battlefield game. Yeah. Yeah, I, That's well, where I am I'd have too. to hear... Sadly. Yes, I'd have to hear just, something good, like... No, I'm with you and Josh. But, like, unless, like, the new Star Wars Battlefront, if the reviews are, like, the story is great... I'll pick that up uh, from a red box and, and run through the campaign for six hours because the campaign looks... Um, I look at it this way. If people who don't normally like Call of Duty are blown away by it, then they, my interest is peaked. But I have I was watching the Giant Bomb Quick Look and they did not seem impressed and they actually like Call of Duty. So I'm like, ugh. Like, I've heard people say it's boring. And again, those are other opinions. You shouldn't base your own around those. Obviously, I like to form my own. And there's a lot of people that listen to our podcast that are playing that game and I'm sure would love to hear mine and your opinion on it but i just feel like i can't give them a good opinion if like i feel kind of sick just looking at it like i don't know if i can give them yeah. like i don't know if it's fair to, it's do hard that to go into cause... that objectively at this point yeah it's call of duty is not a series you can go in without any preconceived notions influencing you at this point yeah that's yeah, true, exactly unfortunately mm-hmm. or fortunately i guess i don't know why it would be unfortunate at this point but yeah for well sure. But what if they have people who are coming out of it saying the things like they're saying in Wolfenstein, like, oh my god, there's some moments in this game that you fucking have yeah. to see. I'd be like, You okay. wouldn't believe who won. <laughs> there was one. It turns out Call of Duty World War II is a prequel to Wolfenstein. Oh, there we go. It's a prequel. Okay, it's, it's full circle. Full circle. Um... Oh, okay, well, um, because this is the last uh, show we have you on, Rich, as we kind of go through some quick things here, I wanted to ask you, um, real briefly, it sounds like you're leaning toward Mario Odyssey for potentially a game of the year, but Wolfenstein mm-hmm. stuck with you, of course, with Zelda. Yeah. Um, was there anything that you played this year that you wanted to speak briefly about? Well, you know, I'll give you a little forum here. Do you want to talk to us about questions for us, games you want to discuss, anything? I don't put you on the spot, but... Mm. I mean, it's been a crazy good year for games. Like, I go down, I normally keep a Google Doc of everything I played during the year, so when it comes down to Game of the Year stuff, I have this list to fall back to, and, you know, things that stuck with me jump out. But there's just so much, and I feel like, unfortunately, part of my brain is taking all the back-end stuff because it's so fresh, which is why I worry about immediately going, like, with a Mario Odyssey or a Breath of the Wild because they're so recent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think back to games like Persona 5 they are still sticking with me, a game that I put like almost 250 hours into uh <laughs> that's crazy this year that, what you have a sickness what is wrong with <laughs> I, Rich, I love Rich. i love those games uh, i love them so I, much i i guess we can just do it real quickly it's the thing with persona 5 okay i love it is the most stylish video game i have ever hell seen. yeah easily the music is still fantastic mm-hmm. um the combat system. I actually love the combat system. Simple, but they've added some I, nice I twists I love turn-based combat, too. Like, that's a stickler for me, that old JRPG mm-hmm. thing. It's my bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. Same here. I grew up with that stuff. But there's, like, it's a 100-hour game, and I feel like 60 of it is filler. Literally, there is just so feel much. I that way. Like, I feel like every moment of it, I was influenced. I couldn't wait to sit down and play more. Like, I get it. The game drags on, and there's plenty of reason to go. That's not for me. I have so many preconceived notions about those games for because of how long I've been playing them that mm-hmm. the big Persona 5 twist was, like, awesome in my head. Um, that I'm okay. get, 
God, I don't. I'm, I guess I won't spoil Persona Five on air. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care, but other people might. Yeah, so there's a ton of people who would. It's a long game. Yeah. I mean, I played through the story twice because I did the New Game Plus stuff, which is how Jesus. I got to. Who did you, know, you romance? Who did you romance? Um, the first time I did uh, on uh, Takami because she's like okay. the first romance option, and it's yeah, you know, easy as all hell. Yeah. Uh, and then the next time I went with the, uh, doctor lady. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's who I went with. <laughs> yeah. That sounded really creepy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was into that. Uh, that was pretty damn creepy, man. <laughs> oh God. Damn. Uh, I think that's kind of like the culmination this. of your creepiness at times coming out in <laughs> vocal form, but that's okay. That's why we love you. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so I actually fucked up the romancing on her, which really upset me with the game. I didn't know that like fifty hours of romancing would come down to picking an exact correct yeah, word some... choice. It and and the word choice I picked was actually a a very pleasant thing. It was just like two good options, which and then I had saved or whatever, and the game was like, yeah, you're supposed to pick the other thing. So all that work came down to like one word. I'm gonna be perfectly and... honest with you. I was totally like for stuff like that. I'm like on my computer, like what the fuck do I say? Yeah, because oh, I'm not screwing this up. That is, yeah. dirty cheater. Well, <laughs> no, yeah. see, I don't look at it as cheating. Yeah. It's like the uh, the school answer options. If I'm unsure, mm. I'll double check them. Because if I screw that up, that's, I'm just throwing away free experience. Dirty. That's dirty. That's dirty in a relationship. It doesn't take anything Are away you from able me. to do that? Hmm. Uh, all if the I do time, this, it never works out for me. What will she say? Let me Google that real quick. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can. That's actually how help, all but... conversations work, Shay. You say oh, shit, oh, oh, they oh, don't understand you, you explain yourself. You can Google them before you say anything. Okay. I mean, my conversations are normally, I treat them like a Mass Effect uh dialogue tree mm-hmm. like i just go up try to, to say the wrong like, thing every time until tell me you about bose speakers mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm done i'm done hearing about bose speakers mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me about flat panel tvs <laughs> oh man so and yeah you're so finally that, rid that of ending, you off. say the one right mm-hmm. thing and it, and it moves forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true i i still contend that if they made a Persona game based around, like, adults instead of high school kids, it would just be better. Like, I want mature... Like, they touch on mature themes in the game, and they don't explore them thoroughly enough. Like, the first uh, dungeon in the game was my favorite. It was, like, this creepy uh, gym teacher who uh, there was implied he did some stuff with the students in order to... Like, students that wanted to be on the, the school volleyball team or whatever had to do things they weren't comfortable doing, and he based was a creepo. Based on a real incident. Yes, and when you went to his dungeon, it was, like, this creepy, like, sex place, and, like, everything about that was, like, just mature enough to be interesting, but also just well, mostly well done. There was, like, a fake yeah, suicide Yeah, I get it's off-putting, like, I, I don't know, I feel like you lose something if you go too mature with that, because I feel the we-have-to-go-to-high-school dynamic is what makes Persona work so well. Like, because so, of the camaraderie and stuff? But the camaraderie, if- how regimented it is, it's... Just, but how is that any different than a job? Like, if you have coworkers, a water cooler, employees you see every day, time schedules. For, I mean, well, I also think it's the idea of uh, operating as high school students like that. Like, one of the main reasons they have to take things into their own hands is because they're kids. Nobody's going to listen to them. Yeah, I, there's definitely something it's lost. I feel if you game. go to uh, adults with it. I'm not saying it can't work. Yeah, because. Um, 
Yeah. I think it worked At in that Catherine. point, they choose yeah. to take things into their own hands, and then you kind of wind up in a... Yeah. Like, it gets creepy fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the lines are a little more blurred in the is what we're doing ethical in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Which That's they, okay. they were Blur those lines. To begin with. Push those boundaries, blur those lines, make me feel something that's different. Catherine was one of my favorite games. I know I'm in the minority there. And those I, people, Catherine's a great game. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was like such, they condensed that you know, story down into 10 hours. They had an interesting, different kind of game, obviously. But yeah. it was mature enough, right? It was, wasn't it an M-rated game, I'm pretty sure? Uh, Catherine, yeah. So I think that, and the tone felt fine to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it can be done. But oh, I, certainly. I love hate relationship with the rich. I loved it, hated it, loved it, hated it, hated it, hated it. How do you get rid of nothing, it? Nothing but, but love on this end. <laughs> uh, um, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I respect your opinion. As um, I do yours. And, uh, but God damn it, to comment, <laughs> to ki- <laughs> that doctor's going to haunt my dreams. Yeah. Just wanted to- Want to romance you let so that bad. go um maybe next time but uh okay well that's cool um yeah it's gonna be a pretty fun thing as as we end the show here i promised i'd read the itunes ratings last week and i forgot i feel bad that's one of the things we're doing now if someone leaves a nice itunes rating for us um sorry if they sit here and listen to us suck our own dick rich but that's pretty much the end of the show by now. all means and- suck away <laughs> you know i've never heard anyone say that to me before <laughs> uh, i like the sound of it though just hearing it out loud um uh so the most I'll read the three most uh. recent ones <laughs> we got in October. Um it's like that great line in pulp fiction. It's like, all right guys, let's not start sucking each other's dicks just yet. Um okay, so October nineteenth from Frida N. These guys are great. These guys are so funny, and I've only been listening to the game cast and game over Greggy show, and this is so much fun to listen to while driving. Thank you, Frida. Um Great video game talk from Mr. Corellis. These guys know their stuff, and that helps when talking about video games. Great show. Keep up the work. Um, some of us do. Fish is just kind of the, the anchor that tries to kill us generally. Right, Fish? That's right. <laughs> uh, this one actually sounded bad. It says bleh. That's the subject. Bleh. I was like, oh, that's going to be a bad review. But five stars. Um, <laughs> some weird standard for a standard like you reading all Thank these is fucking weird uh, no it just got okay Blah. the uh <laughs> you know what they were trying to be funny so we got to give them credit for that um i don't get the end of it but we'll get there it's from someone named one one suck so uh, they're probably just in a hurry it says Fits it's great theme. i've been i've been introduced here by one of the special guests really diverse also r.i.p johnny I don't, I don't get the R.I.P. Johnny part. What am I missing here? Is it a joke of some kind? Did we talk uh, about... Man, you know... MGS4 at some point? I'm sure we... I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. All right, well... I, don't I miss know Johnny. Hmm. Um, R.I.P. Oh. Johnny. Rest in peace. Jo- Johnny Depp, maybe? Oh, okay. That, may- that could be it. The Asian Johnny know. Depp. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I'm dead. You're not I supposed highly, to know about that yet. Somebody's dead. being inferred there. I think somebody was on drugs when they wrote that um, review. <laughs> Bleh from 1-1-Suck. <laughs> Rest in peace, Johnny. Hmm. It's meta. And... <laughs> Let that just be a lesson, <laughs> kids. 
Blech, so many nice reviews. Once. People have blessed for us. So they, uh, they thank you guys. Um, I'll, as we get those, I'll try to read them um, in the future. Um, I know it's you know it's hard to get. You know, I I'm too lazy to leave iTunes ratings myself for my favorite shows. Sometimes I try to get myself out of that funk and be like, okay, I listen to these guys every week. I should go leave them a, a kind rating for fuck's sake. You know, um, it's a cool thing to do and it helps us a lot. So. Thank you very much. Um, Rich, thanks for being here. Sad to see you go. Thanks for having me. Um, we might not see you again I'm always next happy year. to see you turn Sorry. around and walk away, Rich. <laughs> it's weird that I always leave the Skype call up when I leave, but whatever. You guys just look at my room all night. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's, it's a nice room. You know? Thank you. It's a little Zelda poster back there, it looks like. So. Yeah. Um, I like that triple-sided dildo that you got going on. Oh, I like to really side. put it in a place of prominence. <laughs> you gotta let people yeah. know when they walk in your room mm. what they're getting into. They, yeah, exactly. What nope. you're getting yeah. into on the daily. Mm. I mean, it's what it's they're a bold choice using it as them, you know as the little you know charm on the end of the pull string for your fan. But you know, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm all about. Bold choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bold choices. Um, and we want to thank all of our listeners for making us their choice for at least one of their podcasts. <laughs> sometime this week um i don't see oh uh real quickly here i'm, I'm about to wrap up the show but i want to do this because i'm always pretty good about running through anything we have popping on the instagram i'm glad we went over the masterpiece thing because i thought for sure i was going to forget that and i was gonna be so angry at myself um i don't think there's anything big just a lot of the switch stuff thanks again to firekeeper for being on the is show that, last is that week what she said uh, <laughs> thank you thank you i'm so proud of you thank you um <laughs> a lot of good stuff got some halloween pictures up from our halloween <laughs> events and uh our halloween family stuff and yeah overall it was a great week thanks for everyone who uh left a comment on the masterpiece thing the ratings all of the above <sighs> and that's gonna wrap it up i think we kept it at a good nice succinct time here this week um hey i have a quick question so to talk about so yes what's rich doing nowadays <clears throat> rich is writing for destructoid.com um, so thank you, Shay. And you can go find all of his work at destructoid.com, Rich Meister. Um, I will tag him in the Instagram as well, just so you can go follow Perfect. him. And Thanks for see, letting me know. You can see, you can <laughs> see some <laughs> weird pictures. Yes. We, we joked earlier about the, the Reggie picture. So you can yeah, go see mm-hmm. Rich in all of his Reggie glory on his Instagram page as well. So, yeah, keep up the good work, Rich. Um, it's always great to have you. And again, thank you, Shay, for being here from Japan, Josh from Michigan, Fish from Texas, and of course, I'm from Montana. We'll see you next week for a new Chompcast. Peace out. Bye.